You're listening to a Big Finish production. Lucy Bleeding Miller. Hey. <laughs> don't know what that was. Where that was from, who knows. Red Rocket Rising. Funny name for a planet. I've heard funnier. Go on then, make us laugh. Now that's what I call a spaceship. <gasps> Proper saucer shape and everything. This is the Big Finish podcast rocketing down a mineshaft to its doom on the 2nd of September 2218. Yes, indeed. This is the podcast for you. Yes, you. That's why it's you over there. Yeah, yeah. And if you're into Big Finish, Doctor Who, audio drama, audio books, or just a little bit of a chat, then we've got it all covered. I'm Benji Clifford. And I'm Nick Briggs, still, still with a bit of a cold. I know really? that's a dull thing to say. Can't you hear it in my voice? Not, well, I suppose I, I, I might be just getting <coughs> getting used to the fact that you've had a cold for so long. Yeah, just like because I'm like one of the Beatles, like you know, <laughs> hey, you know, hey, great. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's just it's just very very dull. It's hanging on like a hanging on thing that hangs on. Definitely must be some virus of some kind, but uh, yeah. Anyway, you'll have to do a scan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so Nick Briggs, um, is, uh, quite a good touch typist. Uh, can grow a beard quite quickly. Sound a bit like a Dalek. Um, and I can row. What are your skills, Benji? Well, what are my skills? Um, not a lot, to be honest. Uh, I can fly aircraft on uh, flight simulation. Um, I'm really, <laughs> I'm really good at doing um, trumpet sounds with my mouth. Um, it was it's harder to do with headphones on actually because you lose that natural vibe. Um, <laughs> and I suppose above all else, um, I can. I don't know. I'd just like to tell people that I'm back in my shed. So, uh, oh, lovely. And it's, and it's quite warm today. So, I've got the door open. So, there'll be all sorts of extraneous background noises, hopefully eliminated by a bed of music. Anyway, that's probably TMI. Well, you can never have too much TMI here on the Big Finish podcast, or as I like to say, the BFP. Uh, coming up, uh, all your favourite podcast features, of course. We have the Big Finish news, uh, the latest releases with review quotes and uh, clips for our latest exciting, well, clips on. Of our latest exciting productions, we won't do clips for our productions. That or from, be, even. Or from them. You know, where, where are they? I mean, you could just read out what's written. I could, <laughs> would help, wouldn't it? I hardly ever do that, frankly, so I don't see why you should. Well, you know, who reads? I, I certainly don't. Um, but yes, yeah, so it's uh, latest releases there with review quotes and clips from our latest exciting productions. There we go. Listeners' nice. emails, a guest star interview, uh, the Randomoid Selectron, and of course, a 15 minute drama tease. It just occurred to me that there's all this controversy about how the, the Selectatron is spelt. Someone on Facebook said, You've spelt it incorrectly, because I think Hannah Newman on her site spells it without the Selectortron, without the R in there. And I, I've always spelt it with the R, but her oh. site spells it with Selectotron, you see. But it's anyway. very, you know, it's, who knows? I'm boring myself. This week, our guest star interview is with Sheridan Smith, best known to Big Finish listeners as Brash Northern Lass companion of the Eighth Doctor, Lucy Bleeding Miller. And our drama tease is from our latest 
Big Finish original drama, uh, Schilling and Sixpence Investigator, beautifully eccentric and lovingly crafted wartime murder mystery adventure from the pen of Nigel Fares, or computer probably, and starring Celia Imrie, David Warner, Matthew Waterhouse, Louise Jameson, loads of great, great people. And it'll be out this month, so this will be your chance for a sneaky preview. Sounds smashing to me, Nick. And just a reminder that in the latest uh, listeners' email section, we'll be revealing the results of our competition to win the Avengers Too Many Targets. Um, that adventure with Steed, Mrs. Peel, Tara King, and the gang will be out this month as well. Uh, and we'll be setting a brand new competition too. Ooh. So let's not hang around. Time to get straight to the latest releases. And this week we look at Class, Lady Christina, Doctor Who, Red Planets, and the Big Finish original drama, Jeremiah Born in Time. And this week we're also going to be uh, going in depth with some thought-provoking reviews, um, particularly from Blog to Who. Oh, and Aubrey, please arrange a clean-up squad for Lab B. Category D. Yes, D. Roger. Always Mondays. Class Volume 1. Uh, so, uh, here's what Blogger Who says about Class Volume 1. Halfway through Big Finish's relaunch of Class, it's clear that the team have their own ideas on the elements of the series that are ripe for development. The input of Gill, Colgan and Hancock demonstrates how exciting the series can be with a wider range of voices than it was perhaps afforded on TV. With the main cast back on board and adjusting quickly to the audio format, alongside original TV uh, series composer Blair Mowat, um, is it Mowat or Mowat? I can never... I think it's Mowat, actually. I think it yeah. is, yeah. Because Mowat is how Sarah Mowat, who is in Dalek Empire, pronounce her, pronounces her name, and I remember that Blair was different. Ah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, um, Moet is the shampoo. Um, <laughs> um with the main cast back on board and adjusting quickly to the audio format alongside original series composer Blair Mowat, the release feels authentic as an adaptation of the TV series and its distinctive elements. With three veteran Big Finish writers on board, there was a risk that the series could lose its identity into the transition to audio. Luckily, the team have worked to prevent this and the result is a varied and creative new take on the world of class. It's a very considered review. Isn't I it? like it. Yeah, I think it's yeah. fair. Yeah. I don't know who wrote it, but I think they've definitely considered things. Well, it's <laughs> blog to bleed new. Blo- you can't all. go wrong with blog to bleed new, can you? Like Lucy Bleeding Miller. Lucy Bleeding Miller. I hate you, Butler. Was that it's horror, Blakey? I hate you. I t- he had to come in sooner or later. I hate you, Butler. Has <laughs> to d- be more mad. I did see a uh, a, a comment of somebody saying um, people in America don't know who Blakey is. No, well, you see, when I said he was from on the buses, you were speaking at the same time, so <sighs> so no one would have heard. I think, um, but also, even if you say on the buses <laughs> to an American audience, they go. No, none the wiser. <laughs> no, it's, it's one of those. It's a, just a pretty dreadful um, <laughs> sitcom uh, oh, from the seventies. The seventies yeah. over here. Um, it's one of those ones. It's like it's just 
hideously dated and yeah, it's massively popular at the time i mean massively massively popular but now virtually unwatchable <laughs> even though i think itv3 true. or itv4 still show it yeah oh yeah still without on. being prosecuted <laughs> God, who knows how they've managed so to get away racism with that one. and sexism yeah incitement of racial and um, gender hatred <laughs> i don't care awful uh, but yes um i remember back in the 90s uh, someone was going on about how there was going to be a hollywood remake of on the buses with a holly Keitel as what? blakey to i hate you butler you <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine though can you imagine yeah well, we spent we spent the budget on the bus the bus it's uh it's, we had to justify 42 million on a double decker cashback there were uh there were of course two movie spin-offs of on the buses there were, i remember there was one on a cruise ship wasn't yeah yeah, there? yeah. Uh, i probably probably with people with lots of middle-aged men going oh yeah i think one was him trying to get his leg over in somebody else's room or something that's an old 70s expression did you get your leg over climbing a fence or something anyway enough of this nonsense you know i used to be like you skeptical full of doubt then i met a man a very special man he showed me a whole new world this is madness we're trapped with a mad woman with a gun, and that... You were saying? Is that... Is that a bus? Looks like it, yes. You don't know who you're dealing with. I know exactly who I'm dealing with. On to Lady Christina now. Block to who? Did you remember them? Uh, they say Lady Christina will no doubt surprise many... Of, our, of list, many of listeners is what they said. <laughs> I don't know what that means. A uh, bit of sub editing, maybe, on Blog to Who. Um, yes, because apparently Lady Christina's hiding in your um, wardrobe. She'll surprise many listeners. She'll just leap out and surprise you. Boo! She'll Boing. say. Um, <laughs> oh, she's on some kind of pogo stick. In oh, yeah, pogo, she always so. pogos around. Yeah. yeah. Part, part uh, what might have been something silly and throwaway uh, turned out to be one of the most entertaining releases from Big Finish this year. That's rather nice isn't it uh, the whole cast are superb and there isn't a weak link among them uh, michelle ryan is just excellent once more as christina with strong scripts that the young actor appears to devour I would, are those like you can hear her eating <laughs> she's devouring the scripts no speak them uh, she's helped along by some fantastic direction from helen goldwyn of course helen's brilliant someone who is quickly becoming one of big finish's strongest directors and that's right she does a lot of weight training uh, hopefully <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that's true but it might be she's very fit and healthy anyway hopefully uh, this set will prove as popular as it deserves so we can hear much more from michelle ryan as the mysterious enigmatic and wholly brilliant lady christina that would be fantastic if we could do more definitely i know they had a great time gander Gelf on twitter tweets really enjoying the adventures of lady christina and her double decker bus i love stories from at big finish yeah who doesn't and doctor who reviews.net says as a whole lady christina Christina represents yet another immersive look from Big Finish into the life of one of the modern series' most charismatic but unknown figures. With Christina still so much of a blank slate, despite her defining characteristics being so immensely portrayed right from the start, the four writers 
here, 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 here. Take advantage of that freedom to further develop the nuances and explore those strengths while thrusting her into situations that are both familiar and novel. Michelle Ryan and the supporting performers give stellar performances throughout to complement the strong pacing and excellent sound design that combine to create a thoroughly entertaining debut that has firmly set the groundwork for a potentially long-lasting and rewarding series. That's possibly the longest sentence I've ever read out, but it's a lovely sentence. It's so thank you very one. much, DoctorWhoReviews.net. Great review, that one. You're sure Ace will be all right? Strange, an echo. Huh? Uh, what, what did you say? Ace, are you sure she'll be all right? <laughs> of course, oh, it's not like she can't contact us. But the 1960s, lots of changes. Well, we return to good old Blog to Who for the latest main monthly range Doctor Who release, Red Planets. Blog to Who says, Red Planet stands apart from most alternative reality stories and distinguishes itself from most Seventh Doctor stories with a relative lack of comedy. The result makes for memorable outing. The entire cast are on top form and the post-production accentuates what's already there. Add in that powerful cover image and you've got a cohesive and powerful production. Oh yeah, it is a lovely cover, isn't it, from Simon Holland? Smashing. He's done a great series of covers, actually, for this Sylvester McCoy trilogy. Cracky! Well, that's the last time I play one of your games or scams, as you call them, Jem. Mr Briggs was one of the most obnoxious and boring men I have ever met. I hope it was worth it. Sorry. Morning. Good morning, my man. Who's that? I've no idea, but we're in the country here. What, Twickenham? Yes. So, did you get anything? Yeah, I did. I got a hair. And that is enough to positively identify a person. Are you certain? A single hair? Yeah, should be. DNA is uh, in every bit of you. Big Finish original drama, Jeremiah Born in Time. Mass Movement, one of my favourite review sites, actually, for obvious reasons, they, they quite like Big Finish, says, Listen to Jeremiah Born in Time Series 1 for an endlessly agreeable performance from Sebastian Armesto in the title role, a truckload of high-quality acting talent in well-developed supporting roles, and an absolute belter of an origin, with plenty of curiosity hooks to pull you forward, almost demented to find out how the series opens up into wide, uh, the wider universe of time travel misadventure it so clearly intends to inhabit i take it back about that review <laughs> I that's the longest sentence i've ever read another lovely one there it's a confident beginning with huge potential mass movement continues stick with gem through his stumbles in this series as he grows in confidence and self-determination he's clearly going places or at least times uh-huh Cult Box TV says there are no action set pieces, huge explosions or terrifying alien monsters in Jeremiah Born in Time. Instead, this is a well-realised character-driven fantasy tale which mixes whimsy, pastiche parody and melodrama with hints of grotesque and the ridiculous. Uh, this richness is strengthened by a first-rate musical score, a yeah. muscular sound design and some well-judged directional flourishes. Oh, nice. Love yes, the word muscular. flourishes. Yes, and muscular sound design. Is that... <laughs> oh, I just lifted that stone. And that's it for this week's latest releases. More of the same next week. 
coming out pretty soon as an aeroplane flies over my shed. <laughs> I'm being dive-bombed. Um, listeners' emails, including competition results and a brand new competition. What? That'll be good. Love a comp. Yeah, well, me too. Uh, but it's a shame we can't enter, isn't it? Oh, hold on, we set the questions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we set the questions. Uh, where am I? Uh, but right now, it's time for Benji and I to get up and dance. Or not. Because it's time to celebrate the Big Finish News. And there's really only one story this week. The long-awaited return of one of Big Finish's most beloved characters, Lucy Miller, as played by Sheridan Smith. Nick, tell us all about it. Well, I mean, you know, if you're a Big Finish uh, aficionado, you will have noticed uh, the news, which was released on Friday, um, which is bizarrely when we're recording now. So it'll be several days old, that news. But, you know, we had to talk about it. And uh, the brilliant thing is that we've been thinking about getting Lucy back for ages. We didn't want to reverse her death, because I think that would be cheating and lessen the emotional impact. But brilliantly... Uh, Big Finish producer Ian Atkins got her back to do a couple of short trips, single voice readings, which I uh, freely admit, and I certainly admitted to Ian, uh, I never expected him to be able to get her. He said, oh, we'll, we'll try for Sheridan. And I said, well, yeah, good luck. She's, you know, rocketed to stardom. We'll never, we'll never see her again. And then one day he said to me, oh, yeah, she'll be in the studio tomorrow. And I'd, after my head exploded, you know, I realised <laughs> this was great news. Um, and she very much expressed a desire to uh, come back and do more full cast stuff. And indeed, when she turned up, she sort of expected a full cast and didn't quite understand that she was doing an audiobook. But there you go. She did a fantastic job. And you can hear them. Have a look for them in the short trips range. Um, I can't remember their titles off offhand. I should be able to. But anyway, um, so we set about after that uh, trying to organise doing the further adventures of lucy miller which um alan barnes i think came up with the title script editor uh, and also the creator of lucy miller he came up with the character in the first place after jason said oh we need a new companion for uh the eighth doctor and uh, he, he had a few ideas about someone being trapped in a spaceship or something but then alan came up with this brilliant idea this sort of northern lass because he said well they haven't done it in the tv series yet you know let's let's take someone from the north of england um and yeah it's very very exciting and so yeah just uh the week before last we were in studio with uh, paul and sheridan and it was amazing to see the two of them together again and of course um uh, as we've mentioned, our guest star slot is me chatting with Sheridan about it all in an extended preview of an interview we'll be running in full uh, nearer the time of the release of the further adventures of Lucy Miller. In the meantime, if there's any possibility of your not knowing about Lucy Miller, or if you'd just like an exciting nostalgic trip down memory lane and a time tunnel, here's a reminder of all the action, angst and adventure Lucy Miller and the Eighth Doctor, as played by Paul McGann, got up to from January 2007 to March 2011. I knew the Daleks weren't what they seemed. I warned you to stay away. But have you ever found that people don't really take you seriously when you're wearing that tinfoil hat? We encountered the Daleks! Why 1974? I was trying for your time. This is as close as I could get, as close as I'm allowed to get. Oh, my window! Those creatures are coming in! You do this a lot, don't you? Hmm? Danger like this. It's one thing after another with you, isn't it? I don't go looking for trouble. But it finds you, somehow. You know me, I can't even find Blackpool in a TARDIS. Wow! Look at 
the sky. It's portal of cleansing, portal of perving, more like. What is this? The planet of idiots? Inner door closing. Where are we anyway? Phobos, Martian Luna Park. Why did you think Lucy was a monster? What monsters? Outer door opening. Oh, is that Mars up there? Pretty, isn't it? Oh, pretty isn't the word. You've materialized us inside a time loop. Thank you all for coming. You're forcing my hand, Doctor. Your journey ends here, time traveller. Lucy? You made me remember. Close your eyes, Lucy. Hello, admin. Lucy Miller speaking. It's a bit odd, this place, isn't it? You tried opening your window yet? Yes, it didn't. Are you the security guy? <coughs> Why are the doors locked? <coughs> oh, it's like that, is it? Are the others brainwashed or conspiring against you specifically? Why are we locked in? <coughs> I feel like you're going to say, tune in next week to find out. Stuff that. Let's find out now. What do you say? Yeah, go on. I've not got much on. Don't mention it. So, are you going to let me go? No. Oh, go on. They were human ones, but now they're cyborgs. More machine than man. And they're not nice, then? Doctor, he's still there. Blimey, your face, it's... <laughs> you never seen a canary before, then? You must have me confused with someone else. It was meant to be the 21st century, not the pig in First World War. You are one rubbish date, Doctor. What? This. It's all boys with toys, isn't it? Boys with toys? All right, middle-aged blokes with spaceships. Help! Help! There is no way out. What, no escape pods? What sort of spaceship do you call this? The kids will interpret this as an act of war. I'm going to get the Doctor. He'll know what to do. Oh, my God. White rabbits. Best before October 91. She is Lucy Miller from famous English town of Blackburn. Blackburn. Cool. She set fire to it. The little minx! Does rubbish usually glow like that? Lucy Miller, you genius. You found the nesting energy unit. There are places where the universe comes close to perfection. Yeah, but nothing's that symmetrical. You don't have to do my eyebrows. Guide your world through this time of tumult. Absolute, your guests are a danger to the century. Accept this offering. They're here. Ah! You're all being killed off, one by one. There'll be no fighting in this sanctuary. Ah! Doctor! Doctor! Who's there? Who wants me? Over the skull. River. There's something else there too, in the water. Oh, look. What? There's the Doctor and Lucy. Where? Don't look now! When he's bored of his artists, he goes out onto his balcony and eats them in front of a crowd. Blimey, Charlotte! Come on out! I must have misheard. Yeah. I mean, after all, Karen's Day does sound a lot like Karen's in Sweden in the late 1890s, doesn't it? Oh, look over there! What? His works alter the fabric of the world around them. I just suddenly came over terribly faint. They have a malign influence on people. Not the guard out, pick the lock. Can't believe I fell for that. It's only a matter of time before it spills out into our universe, causing a collision of matter that will certainly kill us all. So, what are you saying? I thought you said Auntie Pat didn't amount to much. I'm just as amazed as you. Ow! What the hell was that? A giant sea monster. Of course. Stowaway has identified herself as Lucy Miller. Oh, that sounds serious. I knew it. Doctor? Doctor, say something. Secure this female. It's coming. Why are you looking for the doctor? What do you think's happened to him? The less you know, the better for you, Lucy. Oh, shut up. But how quaint. Well, when I say quaint, I mean utterly barbaric. Trust no one, Lucy Miller. Doctor? Where the hell are you? I miss you. I can't not ever see you again. That'd be rubbish. It's whipping the heart out of the TARDIS. Come on, we're going to make it. Think positive. Well, I'm all out of ideas, so positive thought is just about all I've got left. 
Protrusions. Well, I've never heard them called that before. Yeah. Oi! And hands off, you big hoover! A star city. We're not alone. I thought you said there was no one here. I said there were no traces of life. I'm sorry, Doctor. I can't have you involved in my life right now. There's stuff I need to work through on my own. <laughs> Goodbye, Doctor. Do you really think he's been manipulating me all this time? Oh, God. What have I been doing? New world. New world. New universe. As far as we can reach out. What is that thing? Your new mistress. <laughs> Hello? Where am I? Aren't you Lucy Miller from the Eightfold Truth? So you've spent the whole of the last six years in two rooms and three sections of a hexagonal corridor. If I was in a proper prison, at least I'd get to run around the yard. Dear Lucy Miller, I know you've moved on, and so you should. I understand. Nothing like a good fight, is there? This is not a fight! This will be extermination! Come on. I know you can make it back to us. I know it. And if you can hear what I'm saying, I believe in you. Look at me! Look at the state of me! I nearly died because you couldn't get here in time. And think of all the people who have died. The first stage of the Dalek conquest of the universe begins. Right. Let's go. You know, maybe I'll just give you this Interocity gizmo thing and you can play back this message and then you'll look all pompous and say something like well what if I don't want you to travel with me anymore Lucy Miller <laughs> and I'll give you a kick in the shins and you'll say oh that hurt and I'll say I'll take that as a yes then shall I <laughs> yeah maybe that's how it'll go that's what I'd like doctor that's what I'd really like God, if you if you've not checked out Lucy Miller 
get on it because there's so much fun to be had there. It's absolutely, it's, that's, I'd say that's that's part of your bread and butter, isn't it? That's like your essential big finish listening, isn't it? Is getting yeah. involved. So check that out. Why not? Hey? I realised I was just nodding frantically. Then I just, thought, since this is a podcast, I better I better actually say something. So yes, yes, yeah, uh, uh, is yes, what I decided yes. on. Yes, uh, well, yes, just, just um, yes, mm, yes. Uh, okay, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, that is it for the news this week. Yes, yes. Well, okay, yes. Uh, it's set to say that we're looking forward to seeing many of you at Big Finish Day 2018 on the second of November this year. Editor's note: It is in fact the third of November. My fault. In Derby at the Quad, all tickets now have been sold. It's a sellout. That's right, a sellout. I love a sellout. Uh, it's going to be great, isn't it, Nick? It is going to yes. be great. It is going to be great. There's going to be some cosplay, mm-hmm. and uh, I think uh, I'll give a special prize to anyone who cosplays Horror Blakey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> and can yeah. do a good Blakey uh, horror Blake yeah. undead so, have you have you seen on my official uh, Facebook page I put up um, the mysterious Mr C who writes in to Big Finish uh, who also sent me a copy of Chalet Girl when I was ill which was so kind of him no he just confessed it. Yeah, he said I said you're very generous he said I'm not it was 50p in a charity shop <laughs> <laughs> yeah that sounds about right to be honest he doesn't writes it really brilliant emails and does the most brilliant design stuff anyway he did a mock-up design of our Vortex magazine with Horror Blakey on it it's which gorgeous, I sent to you, it? didn't I? It is so good. What does it good. say, Horror Blakey? The third Doctor and Joe come face to face with the curse of Blakey. <laughs> I hate you, butter. <laughs> <laughs> His face on there as well. Mid- <laughs> full, full laugh there going on. I mean, we're not even exaggerating his performance. He used to do it like that. It was an amazing character. And interesting, when all the stars had left, he was the only one of the original characters who stayed because he sort of... He was the the novel thing about on the buses. Oh, definitely. And then he sort of carried on and just played essentially the same character in everything else from then on. Like that was it. Oh, Doctor Beeching, um, where he played. Uh, he was like a railwayman, a uh, station master or something on there. And yeah, he, he did last of summer wine, didn't he? he? Did loads of things. Did he still? He didn't do the laugh. Still, he didn't go. <laughs> yeah, he, I'm sure those laugh. <laughs> All those sort of facial expressions. Oh, bl- blimey, oh, gold blimey. <laughs> <laughs> he did all that. He definitely did. Uh, What's his name? Stephen something. Oh, God, blimey. Now you goggle it. <laughs> God, put that in the gog. That's something from the uh, Penjin Nick podcast. We're now calling Google Goggle. Goggle. We're just going to goggle it up. I hate you, butler Stephen Lewis. Stephen Lewis, that's right. There you go, yeah. Cyril Blakey Blake. So the news is definitely over, is it, Benji? I do believe it is. Yeah, that is the end of the news. It's definitely over, and it's truly well over, isn't it, Nick? Really? Is it? Can it ever be? Seems to go on forever. Is that the wind of the news? Yeah, and and could you do... um, uh, Yeah, the owl. (laughs) The pointless owl. Hello. The pointless owl. The owl that turned up in every Randall and Hopkirk episode. The owl who just happens to make cameos and everything. I was really annoyed this morning because um, I was laying in bed. It was about seven o'clock. And um, all I could hear outside was just this... Do, 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 do. And it just kept going up, and then when it got to the top, 
it went right back down to the bottom again and it did this for about five minutes and what i did i have no idea it was outside. It was, it was some, someone going do do do. Well, it was like it was like some sort of it was like some instrument, but it wasn't like it was like like a keyboard or an organ or something. But it was I, I just heard it on like from outside somewhere. That someone was going practicing on. their scales. I'm not, well, apparently so. I don't know what it was, but yeah, it well, was just write in and tell us, folks. Yeah, do you, what you it, do what a strange thing on the street? If it's, if it's you, then be quiet and don't do it again. I was in bed. Yeah, we're serious about this. <laughs> yeah, this is serious. This is. Oh, I was go as far as to say that this this is harassment. Um, <laughs> you're harassing me in the morning. Um, yes, Nick. I'm not anyway. going to go into the pronunciation of harassment and harassment. harassment. He was harassed, Richard Harris. Anyway, Nick, uh, I suppose we better get this road in the show. Coming up. A bit of me chatting with Sheridan Smith. I don't know which bit of me, presumably the mouth bit, uh, as she returns to the role of uh, Lucy Bleeden Miller. <laughs> Benji's laughing very quietly in a secret way, uh, as I'm sure you all are. As, as uh, Raquel Cassidy said to me once when I was larking about, she, she just looked at me with a, a very dull expression and said, I'm laughing on the inside, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> what a put down. Anyway, yes. Uh, yes, chatting to Lucy Miller, uh, Sheridan Smith, after an eight-year absence from her travels alongside Paul McGann in the Turdest. Uh She did pop back to do a couple of great short trips, as I mentioned, a year or so ago, but her grand return to full-cast Doctor Who audio drama will be next July. But before all that, long, long before that... Is that your keyboard wrestling or merely the inches of your laptop? No, it's Benji's beloved listeners' emails. Oh, God, an email. Who who doesn't love them? I love them. The postman loves them. He yeah. can't get enough of them because he says that the more emails are sent, the less he has to deliver. He might be um, out of a job, though. Yeah, he might be, but then somebody's got to deliver the emails. How do you think they get from A to B? Oh, was it a postman that delivers there's, emails? There's a whole force of digital postmen which deliver the emails. emails. <laughs> oh, 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 dear, I was delivering emails and I was I was bitten by a virtual dog. Oh, blimey. God, <laughs> I hate you, dog. I hate you. <laughs> it was a cyber dog with the head of Horror Blakey. <laughs> <laughs> But of course, uh, if you want to send an email and to help those postmen, uh, keep those digital postmen uh, in their jobs, and then send it to podcast at bigfinish.com. That's podcast at bigfinish.com. Um, and if you write that on a Word document, it will be underlined. Um, this one, first up here from Michael House. Um, my cool house. Um, dear Nick and Benji. Having found out from recent instalments of Vortex and the podcast, I feel sorry for the people at Big Finish having to suspend work on the Omega Factor, Countermeasures and Survivors. Uh, I wasn't initially sure about the, uh, these titles, each for different reasons. Uh, at the same time, I also thought that the powers that be at Big Finish deemed them worthy of uh, the company's resources and deserving of the university high-quality production 
that uh, I have come to think of as the Big Finish treatment. Because of that, if nothing else, uh, I could endorse at least their first box sets with my hard-earned time and money, and I'm glad I did. I've bought and listened to all these series to date and enjoyed them all. Uh, To paraphrase Maureen O'Brien commenting on Dalek Empire 4, uh, regardless of genre, it's good drama. Uh, And so long as Big Finish keeps up the good work, I'll keep supporting Big Finish's efforts as best I can. Be seeing you, Michael. Michael, we really appreciate that. And I think think you put that really nicely, even though I feel that Benji's reading out of it sort of completely lost the sense of your email i was in, I, well i'll tell you one thing i was i was i'll tell you, you the reason from why. either side of your microphone weren't you that was hilarious i was thinking oh this is a long line it's going like, oh, it's i was actually funnily oh. enough i was i was sort of midway i was having a bit of an internal crisis because um Wait, i suddenly right, saw in the corner you're of my right. screen it said your mouse is very low on battery oh, and i thought no. oh no i thought what am I going to do? And so all the time I was reading this... It was I like, knew I was, something was distracting you. I was, I I was just thinking, how am I going to do this? I was just thinking, how am I going to... Am I gonna? So what I've done is I've, I've, plugged, I've plugged the mouse in and I'll be using this arrow key to navigate this script. And that way... Well, I, I'm sure we're very excited to hear that. Well, you know, sometimes you've got you to gotta pull out the big guns, haven't you? There is another series of uh, survivors coming that I have to do the music for. Benji's done the sound design. So there's one more. There's no more of the Omega Factor. Countermeasures. Well, ooh, 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 just imagine. Uh, here's one from Lauren Connolly, um, which Big Finish's Sue Cowley fished out of the inquiries email, suggesting it might be a good addition to the podcast. It's just an extra one in here. Um, where are we? Uh, hello. So my, my mouse hasn't uh, malfunctioned, but I'm now distracted reading. <laughs> uh, this might be an unusual question, starts Lauren. But how tall are you? No, no, no. But since there are a lot of great audio dramas for Doctor Who and more recent actors doing them, I thought I'd ask. I really enjoy The End of Time and think Timothy Dalton made a great Rassilon. Is there any possibility of making a series involving Rassilon? From what I understand, there are likely at least a few places he can be brought back into canon. <laughs> Fired out again. <laughs> As a fan of Dalton's work, as I am too, I, I loved his James Bond. Absolutely. of protest. Um, as a fan of Dalton's work, I notice he's been doing a lot of voice work in recent years. Has he? And perhaps he'd be interested. Oh, I have no idea if this is the right place to make such an inquiry, but I thought I'd ask. Well, we've transferred it to the right place, Lauren. I certainly would be interested in a series like this and wanted to make a suggestion. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Lauren, for writing. We really appreciate it. Um, I think we have made inquiries about him but he's sort of not in the marketplace for doing it which is a, a shame i'm not sure maybe i'm doing him a disservice and he's sitting at home as an avid listener to the big finish podcast <laughs> thinking that briggs just no, i sent him five emails saying i want to come back as Rassilon, and he's a he's just uh, the, fool, could, the old I fool scare the living daylights out of him <laughs> Oh, Luckily, great I haven't got a license there. to kill. Anyway, another one here from Matt Mayhew on the countermeasures issue. He says, Nick and Benji, I'm saddened to hear that countermeasures is going on hi- hiatus. Well, not really a hiatus, a sort of high the end of it. Uh, this news was quite a blow in last week's podcast. It's a blow to me, too. Oh, which Pardon I listened me. to during my listen through all of the series. It is a brilliant series and... 
Love how you again have taken a set of strong characters and gave them the life beyond their initial outing. The addition of Sir Toby Kinsella to the team was a great idea. I was delighted at how he was written and portrayed, given that I am a civil servant and could see some of his traits in the higher-ups in the service. I love the way you expanded Rachel Jensen's and Alison Williams' characters and made them hold up many of the plot lines though poor Alison with her bad luck with her relationships. Mm. I did hope that you would find out the origins of Gilmore's nickname of Chunky at some point, because Sylvester McCoy made it up. Uh, your music, <laughs> well, uh, on the basis that they called uh, the actor Chunky. Uh, your music, Nick, adds to the 60s and 70s feel of the series. Oh, thank you. It's one of my favourite things to do, and I will miss it greatly. And Benji and I can see why Big Finish reused your talents after the great sound design in Series 4. That was great oh, fun. And Benji, I mean, sorry, and Benji, I can see why Big Finish reused your... T- yes, I see it. The, uh, the I irony just, being that n- nobody at Big Finish knew that I loved, you know, old retro things at the time. It was like my first job, but happened. Great fun, though. What a job. I just have a quick question about something that David Richardson mentions in the behind-the-scenes in the new Countermeasures Series 2. David mentions that the episode which was eventually replaced by Time of the Intelligence had already been recorded and had been planned for Series 3. Series 3. Will we ever hear that story? Thanks, Matt. Sent from the Countermeasures office in Post Office Tower. <laughs> like it. Um, I have to do a just imagine about that. I'm sworn to secrecy. So there is uh, something. Over to you, Benji. And finally then, this one here from Rob Aldous. Aldous, Aldous, who knows? Sorry, Aldous, I, I would say. Aldous, of course it is, yeah. Well, spelt and pronounced one way anyway. Um, but uh, I never get anything right. Um, Hi, Nick and Benji. I just wanted to say a few words about those indomitable infernal investigators, Jago and Lightfoot. When Jago and Lightfoot Forever came out, I also picked up series 12 and 13 to complete my collection, and I have now finished my listen. The extras on series 13, as David Richardson says farewell and passes on the baton, are now particularly poignant, uh, and it's such a shame Ian Atkins never got to carry it on. However, big shame. He had great plans. He did, I think. I remember him chatting to me about that, yeah. yeah. It's a shame. It's, yeah. However, Jago and Lightfoot Forever is such a wonderful send-off and closure. Uh, had something in my eye at the end. Uh, no. I'd like to offer my heartfelt thank you and congratulations to all involved. It's so clear how well Trevor Baxter was loved and will be missed by all of you at Big Finish, yeah. as well as us listeners. I know Mr. Benjamin is playing mother in too many targets, um, but I do hope we'll hear him again in the future, uh, in future Big Finish productions. The Sir Keith Gold adventures, maybe? Hmm. Sir Keith Gold from Inferno, yes. Yes, it's great that he's playing mother in the Avengers. Brilliant. I'd say uh, buck up, or uh, even buck up your ideas. Uh, (laughs) But with all the news of future releases recently, I think you're all doing rather well. Or very well, as it says there, Rob Aldous. <laughs> Sorry about the way he's pronouncing your name. I Rob. can't. Just, but Aldous. Yeah, yeah, I think Rob, Aldous. Yeah, Rob Aldous. I can't. I'm refusing. He says. Uh, now, so there, I nearly just said Nick because it said Nick to say the next bit. I'm just reading out my own name now, Nick. So Nick, there, uh, Nick. Nick. So there you have Nick. the emails, Nick, uh, for this week. Time now for us to enter the magical world of Big Finish 
competition. That's the email bell. No, it's the competition bell this oh, week. Okay. It's a multi-purpose bell, Nick. It can be used for <laughs> it's multitasking. Mi- it's many different things. <laughs> Hence the term multitasking. And so to wrap up our latest competition then, the prize, the Avengers Too Many Targets, the question, apart from John Steed, name the returning Avengers characters in Too Many Targets, the subject line, you're needed, the closing date will be the 31st of August in the space year 2018. But well, of course it was then. Uh, sorry about that. I just cut and pasted some text there. I was going to say, I was looking at the calendar. Like, mm, yeah, I saw mm, you looking. Like, why am I saying will be when it's today? Uh, <laughs> there I've was gone some back talk. in time. Help, help. <laughs> help me out. Stop. I can't hear you. Um, <laughs> there was... <laughs> I have heard many... Stop it. Uh, there was some <laughs> talk from some of you out there of disqualifying people if they didn't write your needed properly. But we're not that nasty. I'm not a pedant. I think you'll find it's pedant. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, the winning stroke winner's email is as followed. It's from David Lever of Cheshire in the UK. And he says, "Mm -mm." it's because when I said the the subject line is you're needed, I said "Mm -mm," afterwards. And I said, well, Mm -mm -mm." isn't in the subject line there. And so he's put "Mm -mm." Uh, it's, it's one of those things that when you explain it it's hilarious uh, the returning characters are John Steed brackets of course Dr. Keel Emma Peel Kathy Gale Tara King Carol Wilson and of course Mother it's quite a crowded party says the David I'd love a CD too if I win if that's not too much trouble of course it isn't mate we offered it thanks David I have to say that we had quite a few wrong and incomplete answers mm. And also someone pointing out that we didn't tell you the competition's email address. There isn't one. It's just podcast at bigfinish.com. It always is. Always has been. Don't worry. Everything's fine. Uh, David Lever, as you know, too many targets has been delayed. Uh, So it isn't out yet. So I've sent a note to Cheryl in the warehouse to send you a CD as soon as it's in. And I've added it to your download account. So the moment it's released, it should appear in there like magic. Ping! On to, of course, our brand new competition. The prize, Doctor Who, The Dispossessed, starring Sylvester McCoy, Sophie Aldred and Bonnie Langford in a tale of psychic strangeness in A Forever Night. (laughs) I hate you. Now the question. I've eaten that owl. (laughs) No, don't eat the owl. Spit it out. Better. He was spitting feathers. Horror break, break, break. Oh, bra- <laughs> yes, he's made of glass. Um, now the question, the question. Uh, Ace's first story on TV. What was the title and who wrote the script? Hmm. Subject line on this one, Ace. Um, the closing date will be Friday. Three exclamation marks. Three ex. Uh, is it? Yes, it is three. Crikey, crikey, you've gone overboard, man. Um, <laughs> the closing date for this one will be Friday, the fourteenth of September, in the spooky psychic year of twenty eighteen. Uh, please do send your inquiries to podcast at Big Finish Entries. So I was getting distracted by a police car. <laughs> What's he doing in your room? <laughs> Yes, well, it's uh, coming to arrest me 
for Crimes Against Podcasts. Um, <laughs> please do send your entries to podcast at bigfinish.com, not to be confused with confused, confused with competitions <laughs> at bigfinish.com because that email one. doesn't exist. Um, there is no specific competitions email address as it states here. So if you have any comments you'd like to make, it's probably better to uh, send them in a separate email. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's sometimes uh, people say nice things with their competition entries and they never get read out because they're in the competition entries folder and and la 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 good luck folks <laughs> that's it that's me just giving up speaking that's it for the competitions and zoom there go the competition sort of squatting uh, illegally in the listeners email section there naughty uh, why don't we give the competitions their very own bona fide segment of the podcast hmm. Hmm. or are we just discriminating as competitions perhaps it's some kind of fascist podcast regime i um it's a good point i mean should the should the competitions be in the, i don't know that they're, they're, they're sort of stuck in listeners emails i'm sure people are um really interested in that issue aren't they it's a very it's a bit of an internal uh sort of conundrum isn't it you know, do we, where, where do they go i mean what, if, what is the answer to life itself i mean so, yes, coming up very soon-ish is the Randomoid Selectatron. Uh, someone told me online that I was misspelling Selectatron. I mentioned this earlier, didn't I? Mm. I, thought, I thought I made up the word, so <laughs> I thought I'd spell it how I like. I think that, as I said, Hannah Newman spelt it as Selectotron, but I've always spelt it Selectortron. The controversy rages. Or, indeed, the controversy, whichever way you want to controversially pronounce that word. In the meantime, with hammers, sit back and relax. It's Sheridan Smith. Yeah, Lucy Bleeding Miller. So, hello, Sheridan Smith, and welcome hello. to the Big Finish podcast. Hi. Hi, Pixie, my lovely, gorgeous man. Oh, oh. Uh, now then. I've, I've no idea when this will be coming out. We've no idea, as really? we record it. But anyway, the further adventures of Lucy Miller. That's yes. what you've been doing, haven't it we? We've just finished. I know. I'm very sad that we've just finished. I'm hoping that maybe you'll... They won't have me back. I know they're not going to... No, no, no. They're giving up on me. I'm giving up, put my <laughs> thumbs down. Just put your thumb down at me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I've just I've done the four amazing adventures that I've thoroughly enjoyed. And it's so nice to be back doing Lucy Bleeding Miller. I'm absolutely gutted that I'm, it's just four. But it was so much fun. And it's just like, it's like time hasn't passed, really. I know, it's a weird thing, isn't, isn't it? it? I've, I've been asked about it several times. I said, well, you know, I said, no, is it you just walk straight into the same booth without <laughs> being told? You just walk straight, you know, and, and it was like eight years ago and you just walk straight in. I like, did, like a well-trained dog. Yeah. I just go straight back into my little... Like you just nip to the loo and come back. Yeah. It, was, it was. I keep saying that. It's like, it's like if you've had like... You know, if you've got a really good friend that you don't see for years and years and you meet up and you kind of pick up the same conversation. It's like that. That's yeah. what it's been like coming back. It's just that so we went straight back into the booze. The relationship between Doctor and Lucy is the same. Me and you, I still got a big crush on Briggsy. <laughs> and <laughs> lovely sad. Toby here with his gorgeous food and lunches. It's just like, I just said before, didn't I? It's like coming back to a massive hug. That's what yeah. it was like walking yeah. back in the studio. And I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I love well, it. Well, I mean, I can't tell you how much I've been looking forward to it. And of course, we'll have you back. 
Oh, yeah. Thumbs down was a joke. Oh, uh, that's just a cruel joke. Um, <laughs> I did think it was a bit harsh, babe. I thought, no, oh, I'd never. already said. I already said. Of course, we might. We must do it again. I'd but, love you to. know, yeah. and they, really, the 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 only reason we stopped having you as Lucy Miller is because we could just see the stratospheric trajectory of oh, your stop. career. No, it's true though. And I thought, you know, we're, we're, we all thought we're. Uh, there's, there's there's no way she's ever going to be available, and I think for a while it would have been completely impossible because of yeah. all the amazing things you've done. Oh well, no, well none of it's. As, I've got a very special place in for Lucy in my heart. I have to say, I did say earlier, she's my favourite to play. I mean, I love being here with you guys. That's the thing. But as a character, she's amazing, and I have, you know, been off doing other things. But there's nothing like coming back. And Big Finish is just like the best, and about to be twenty years old. So excited. So it has been, it's been annoying that there's been like time and schedule. So it's been annoying for you guys. But it's taken about a year to get this to happen. I know, and I feel so bad because it's like, you know, either Paul wouldn't be available or I wouldn't be available or you wouldn't be, that we couldn't get it all together. But here we are and and we did it and it was amazing. So, but yeah, didn't you write them like a year ago you wrote? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We it... we got them ready to do a year ago. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we and... did a bit of finessing in the meantime. So you did, you did us a favour. <laughs> and you are very busy. Like you've got <laughs> loads of things. You know what I mean? It's not like you're waiting for me. It's... But um, but yeah, we we got back together yeah. and here well, we are. Well, and let's hope that we can do it again. I'd love to. Um, because I I mean I think I can. I, I don't know what you thought of this because of course, spoiler alert, Lucy Miller died in the original yeah. series, and I don't want to reverse that. I don't want to say oh she didn't really die, and she, because yeah. I think. There's just so much room for her to have had loads of other adventures. That's so exciting. Yeah. I would love that. I love that when in the script when me and Paul, you know, it's like a, a montage of us going yeah. on different adventures. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I want to do that one. Oh, let's do that one. So I'm so fingers crossed, guys, listeners, that um, Briggsie will have me back. Oh, definitely. So, because I want to. No. And it needs to be sooner than eight years. I'm yeah, already, it does. That was eight years ago. Can you believe it? I know. As I would love to keep doing Lucy Bleeding Miller until my voice starts going like that and I've got a Zimmer frame. And even then we might still be able to do it. Yeah, eh? I think so. <laughs> well, listen, you know, uh, not to be unkind to some of the other people we have working for us, I, but, but uh, you know, we've got 70-year-olds pretending to be their 23-year-old selves, even now, you know, uh, we absolutely wow. do. And they all do it brilliantly. And it is funny when you're nearer to the... It's like when uh, Billy Piper came back to play Rose with us, with uh, um, yeah. David Tennant. There was a... You could see her thinking, oh, but I'm older now. Like, that's, <laughs> that's nothing. You know, don't worry about that at all. You know? And same with you. Um, anyway, there are some set uh, podcast questions. Yeah. Which are fairly rubbish. Oh, nice. Uh, the first one is an egotistical one on my part, which is, uh, <laughs> when did we first meet? We first met at the audition, didn't we? We did. We did when I came and auditioned for you and Barnaby and I was very, very nervous. And I remember the other girls coming out before me and me being like, oh, what's that musical? Oh, God, I can't talk about musicals. But, God, <laughs> but I was literally like, well, God, I hope I get it. I hope I was being like really, 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 really wanting the part and I thought I kind of ballsed it up. So um was very excited. Well, you, did... you were very lovely. You were all very lovely, but I really thought I messed up. But, you know, whether people are lovely or not is reflected from the other person. And we were lovely because you were lovely. Because I, I've auditioned quite a few people over the years. And I've done lots of auditions myself over the years. Mm. And it's just as difficult either side, I think. Unless you're Simon Cowell and a complete <laughs> so-and-so. Uh, you know what I mean? And, and you enjoy that power. It's quite awkward seeing people at a disadvantage in front of you. Yeah. I and 
So we were desperate for everyone to have a good to time. Ease, yeah, and that's what you did. You but some people, you wouldn't believe how some people were so too cool for school. Really? Yeah, yeah. They they obviously had been tutored not to show any enthusiasm. And you came and you were like, oh, I love this. This is fantastic. <laughs> and you made us laugh so much when you did the audition. You found all the, you said you found every ounce of humour I'd written into the speeches. Oh, I love which was so. great for me because Jason thought what I'd written was a bit rubbish. And then you came in and did it. And I turned to him. And said, there, see, that's oh. what that's what it should sound like. And he was going, yeah, yeah, fine, you know. So you thrilled us, and your oh, enthusiasm so nice. was amazing. We just thought, oh, we just want to work with this person. <laughs> oh, so. that's so nice. Well, I always say that the, it's your writing because it comes off the page in my in my head. So, oh, well, thank, thank you. you. And we've got loads of brilliant writers, and Alan, who created, oh, yeah. who we were oh, chatting to yesterday. You know, we got quite emotional yesterday yeah. when we were having a little chat out there. Alan Barnes. And Alan Barnes, who created Lucy. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he said, I, I can't believe, you know, hearing you, you, the voice again, you know, Lucy bleeding mill, and he got, we both got a bit teary. It was, um, and I couldn't stop hugging him when I left yesterday. Cause I think he was a bit like, OK, thank you. That's the fifth hug now. <laughs> I am a bit of a hugger. But I was like, thank you for creating me. It was like, not you. I was like, and I mean Lucy. Thank you for creating me. <laughs> I get so into the character. It's like... Like he gave birth to me as a well, anyway, but yeah, he, he did. Has fantastic he did. He's amazing. Yeah, he he's creates amazing. great characters. He's yeah. amazing, They're and inspired amazing. all the other writers. You know, all of us really. You're all brilliant. I'm amazed at how you come up with all these stories, and I, I really am. Oh, I just can't stop. That's I know, my problem. I love it. I love our one that we did today. Oh, the Mad totally Dalek Trap. Yes. Oh, it's brilliant because it's so bonkers. Like me as well. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I got inside your head. The next question is, what's ting... This is, I mean, you've kind of said this, but I have to ask it because it's just standard. Yeah. Um, what's tingling your molecules about oh. Big Finish at the moment? <laughs> you can't ask me such a naughty question. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to have images in my head. It's so... Um, it's interesting. It's like a science of people's reactions to this. Some people don't bat an eyelid. They just go, oh, well. Uh, and other people go, what What sort of stupid questions that? And other people, fewer, have your sensual reaction. Oh, you bring out the naughty in me. That's why. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> I like it. Um, what? Tickles my molecule. Ting tingles. Oh, tingle. I don't know what, what the difference between <laughs> a tickle and a tingle is. Well, a tickle gives you a tingle, doesn't it? A um, tingle? <laughs> a tingle. Oh, sorry. No. Don't oh, God, tingle. it's all gone weird, doesn't it? <laughs> Good. Sorry, listeners. Um, about Big Finish. Yeah. Well, everything. I mean, you you guys are amazing. I mean, there's... there's Cheers. Do you know what it is? And it is true. It's, it's people at the helm create an atmosphere... On any set, you know, on any film set, if whoever the director or producers are, if it's tense, it, you, everyone feels it. And on this, with you guys, and I'm looking right at you, Bigsy, and Toby there, I can see you. And all all the guys at Big all of you lovely people at Big Finish, make it so exciting and lovely to come into work. You just can't, you, you know, you really want to be here. And it is, and it just... It's 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 still serious about the work. We're all seriously serious about the work, but yet it's just a lovely, warm, fun atmosphere. So thank you. So that's what I love about you guys. It's a joy to come and be a part of it. Cheers. Putting my thumb up there. <laughs> um, do you know, uh, I, I was chatting to you earlier about John mm. Hurt, and he summed it up when I spoke to him. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that's it. He said, he said you're serious, but not solemn. 
And he said, oh, that's it. We're serious about our work. Yes. It, it means something. It's not like we're going, yeah, just do no, this old absolutely. rubbish. It doesn't matter. But we're not solemn about it. That's it's, it. We have a bit of fun. Yeah, I mean, and that's, why wouldn't you? I know. That's exactly, do you know what? As well, when you do that, you create such a nice atmosphere for people to do their best. Yes. Because people thrive when they feel comfortable. And, you yeah. know, when you go on sunsets or, you know, and it's tense, and you, you just, you, well, me especially, I've got anxiety nightmares so <laughs> I just like clam up and I can't do it right yeah. whereas you just bring out the best and and you have a lovely way of when you direct as well I love it because you don't go uh that was crap uh do it. you know what I mean you just you, you're very good at <laughs> diplomatically making us do it because it's never crap yeah well but I don't know I know what you're saying though. But yeah, you know there's what no mean? yeah it's very difficult I, as an actor myself it's very difficult to come back from a negative comment from a director yes because you immediately think you doubt oh, yourself I'm don't rubbish. you yeah, you yeah. Start, but they don't get that if a director has never been an actor it's really difficult for them to get that that's very true that's very true. And I'm not it, saying there aren't good directors who've no, well, never been actors. You know, I was talking about Tim Pope the other day. He said something, and he was going like, we were just doing like a documentary. He was going, everybody be quiet because she's got to get emotional. And I thought, I wish all directors did that. People don't usually care when you've got to do emotion. And he went, what? Really? And I was like, yeah, only kind of, the only directors maybe are actors directors, but there's not many. No. So yes, Briggsy. You are you are amazing to work with. Oh, you do is... bring out the best in everyone. That's why people want to keep coming back and back and back. So this is you? my favourite podcast interview ever. Um, what, <laughs> He's what? paying me with a pint later. <laughs> <laughs> no. What is tingling your molecules about entertainment in general? Like a snapshot of what you're enjoying, watching, reading, anything, music, whatever. Something you um, like. Something that I like. Yeah, yeah. At the minute. Yeah. Just in general. Just in general. It's not a trick question. <laughs> um, I've got right into um, vinyl. Oh. Um, I've just bought a record player, and so I've been going. I'm going around all vintage shops and car boots and stuff like that, and buying all these cool, amazing vinyl, and, and you know, records and stuff. And I can't stop playing it in the house now. I've become like this kind of crazy dog lady who dances around her house with her dogs to vinyl to all this amazing. <laughs> what stuff are you buying? What are you buying? Oh, all sorts, all sorts from like. Oh my god! I mean, I've got like reggae, I've got um, classical, I've got Pavarotti, I've, I've got um, the Who. Oh. I've, I mean, I'm just finding all the most random. I've got Patsy Cline. I've got a lot of country music, a lot of rock, a lot of classical. I've got into classical lately, you know, to just be a bit zen, um, calming my head down a bit. But yeah, I've kind of really got into this kind of old school, lovely vibe, vintagey vibe, you know. Yeah. And it's just, I would never have done that before because I was just. It wasn't that I was against it, I was just always just too mad and busy, whereas now I find it really kind of, it's a bit of a hobby now, going around and collecting nice, nice records. It? I yeah. bought a record player recently. Did you? Yes, a little powder blue one. Oh, oh I like that. <laughs> a case, you know. was, oh. I've got a very small house, so everything I buy has to be very small. <laughs> oh, it sounds cute, a little powder blue one. Luckily, my wife's quite small as well. <laughs> but I'm getting quite into that whole car boot thing. Do you do that? No, no. I I haven't, I, we have a market where I live oh, twice right, a week, so, so posh, all that stuff. Posh, so. Aren't you? <laughs> you wouldn't go to a car boot and have a polystyrene cup of tea, would you? <laughs> <laughs> like well, a bacon butter. Do you know there's been some big finish vinyl? We've released some of our stuff oh on vinyl. Have you really? Yeah, well, there yeah. you go. I'm going to get it all. There you go. <laughs> I was of enjoyment. I will have it. <laughs> Do you have an entertainment guilty secret? Oh, oh. Like something you like that you're sort of ashamed of and wouldn't <laughs> like to admit, but I'm forcing you to admit it now. <laughs> um. Oh, let me have a think now then. What, like... um? You know, like, I don't know, a reality TV programme. 
What are you doing with your face? I'm just trying to th- that makes me think. If Does I squeeze really? my cheeks, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. You really think I'm more bonkers than ever, don't you? Know? And I am. I love it. We um, love you. Do you know? I love you. Do, and I am embarrassed to say this, oh, but no, I do good. not. And I, and I am, and I'm. But um, I'm watching at the minute. Celebrity Big Brother. <laughs> there you go. And I hate that word, celebrity. It's I was like literally. I always said I'll never watch anything with that word in, and I've been drawn into it. Who's drawn you in? <laughs> it's Kirsty Alley. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, is she in it? I She's actually know it. who she is. Someone in Celebrity Big Brother I've heard of. Well, I think that's why I started watching it. I was just Kirstie like, that's Alley. quite interesting. She's like my, you know, in your youth, watching Cheers and... Yeah, she was in Star Trek as well. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, she's... So I wanted to, you know, see that. But anyway, that's I'm probably embarrassed now. So there you go. I'm watching that. <laughs> we like to embarrass Till she's out and then I'll stop. <laughs> Maybe she'll win. But they'll know by the time I hear they hear this. So there you are, Sheridan. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say on a personal note, uh, yes. which I haven't mentioned to you at all. It's nothing awful, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> that, you know, having worked with you all those years ago, it's, I've be, felt so um, proud uh, seeing all the fantastic things you've done, you know, watching you on TV and thinking, oh, gosh, she's marvellous. And, you know, oh. and David Richardson and I are often texting each other about, have you seen Sheridan do it? Yes, I know. And we just oh. sit and I say to people, yeah, I've worked with her, you know, you know. So it's been, you, you've given, apart from the pleasure of working with you and working with you again, just the, the pleasure of that pride over the intervening years has been oh. fantastic for me. Oh, thank you, Nick. You look flopping. <laughs> she's Thank making you. me go oh gosh that's means so much to me and I feel just as proud of you because I I really do I think you're an absolute genius and everyone I talk to the way when I say I know you I'm, I'm show off that you're my friend you know <laughs> what I mean so mutual very mutual Bless I love you, you lots thank you thank you guys thanks for having me back you're now free I'm going to go now cry to me hanky <laughs> oh. there you have it oh that got me that Nikki The Further Adventures of Lucy Miller. I I literally can't wait to hear them. I had such fun directing them. Time now, of course, for us to zoom into a world of randomness with the random word Selectotron, however you spell it. Selectotron, Selectotron, (laughs) you name it. Let's call the whole thing off. Why not a a key? That epic music. Right, what we got? Hold on, let me got to type it uh, in. Let me, while you're choosing it, let me tell you that there's. I should have mentioned that the current um, buns, buns, uh, the current uh, big finish. I don't know even what I'm saying. Randomoidly selected thing, which was Dalek Empire Three: The Survivors, is available at a 25 percent discount. But that's a bit irrelevant, I suppose, because what's going to happen now? Which whatever we select. I will give it a 25% discount. Excellent. And you can uh, find it. This is where a bit of preparation would have helped. You know what I mean? Um, This may take time. Uh, No. Right. Sorry, I left the indicators on. (laughs) (laughs) Got to find Sue's email about this. Oh, maybe it's here. Yes. I did think about this in advance. Sometimes I surprise myself with my own organisational abilities. Surprise myself so much that I don't actually believe it and just do everything all over again. Um, you can find the Randomoid Selectatron offer, whatever we select, 25% off it, um, at bigfinish.com forward slash offers forward slash V 
for vendetta forward slash randomoid so if you go there you'll find it and the and it asks you for an offer code and the offer code is all one word capital letters buck up press that and you will see whatever title we've discussed today available with a 25 percent discount now but nick that, that there wasn't was a, like pulling teeth at all was it there was a little bit of uh confusion actually because you did the tweet where you said the offer code was buck up and you had an exclamation mark after buck oh, up no so it's worth uh, putting in there that there is no exclamation mark you see uh, that was just punctuation but, yeah, yeah. did people a- say or oh, they did they get it though did they I see. Oh, I assume so. Yeah, I think somebody posted a thing saying, "Remember, it's uh, it doesn't actually have a uh, exclamation mark." It's part yes, of it the a, misleading tweet by Nicholas Misleading Briggs. Some some would say it was a bit of a uh, punctuation to the face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Uh, so, Random Boy Electron has fired all cylinders up, and we have got ourselves the Davros mission. Oh, uh, a Nick Briggs special over here, released January 2012, uh, in all its glory. Um, yeah, what a story! What fun! Anything to do with Davros is going to be fun, isn't it? Well, this is this download only, and it's going to be as cheap as chips when I apply uh, a 25% discount to it. Yeah, for quite. Yeah, so lovely. Uh, if you haven't caught up with this, it stars Terry Malloy uh, as Davros, yes. Davros, uh, Miranda Raisin as Lareen, Sean Connolly, a uh, great and versatile actor as a couple of characters, and uh, Greg Newton and me as the Daleks. Um, and uh, yes, after his capture on Necros, Davros is destined to face the justice of the Daleks. He sits alone, isolated in his cell. His creations will no longer listen to him, but out of the darkness comes a voice. Hello. So there you are. <laughs> Hello. Would you like tea or coffee? <laughs> Such I mean, is the dilemma of Davros. <laughs> am I am I right in thinking this was released with some DVDs? It was. It was point. a Davros box set from To Entertain, and yeah. uh, Dan Hall, who was the executive producer of all the value-added material, VAM, as they like to call it, in quite an annoying way, um, asked me if we could do a brand new Big Finish adventure specifically to release as an you know an audio only thing on this dvd box set because also that box set contains all of our davros adventures to date at that point so you know you can if you can still find that box set i'm sure it's still available in the darkest places in the internet you can find this but yes so there you are um it, uh, there's no trailer for it which is very remiss of us i think i'll find a clip and in, insert it here he escaped, he escaped. He escaped. His operations on Necros have been destroyed, but the Daleks got to him first. He's aboard their ship now. They'll take him to Skaro. I know they will. I'm setting a pursuit course. Yes, they're heading for Skaro. They're not trying to disguise it, and they're in a hurry. Permission to pursue. Hyperlink communication delay at this distance from mission control. Ten seconds. Calling Lorene. Lorene. This is Alidon. Heavy distortion of your message, but we hear you. Hope you're hearing this. 
further orders to follow, but the word is... You must continue your pursuit of Davros. Repeat. Continue your pursuit of Davros. Robotic hand attached. Ingenious. I am proud to see that you have... Move! Where are you taking me? Take me to the command deck. I insist on speaking to your leader. Silence! I need to move further. Move! Who am I? Silence! Conversation with the prisoner is not permitted! Prisoner? Who am I? That's a jolly good idea, but also I might as well put this in here that if you if you are a fan of Davros um, it's well worth checking out the iDavros range as well mm. some great stories in there some irresistible prices actually um, on the uh, on the, the big finish store um, so definitely worth the look in that one really lovely atmosphere really great and yeah um, it, it's great yes back to the Davros mission just a little behind the scenes thing and Miranda Raisins in it because uh, I worked with her in um Daleks in Manhattan and she was very nice to work with and as I've told the story many times before so fast forward through this if you've heard it um, have you heard it Benji do you know what the story yeah, is I'm about yeah. to tell you no, I'm no, not, my I'm story not about story. Miranda no, Raisin not the story. No. I'm all ears which is uh, are you that's a strange uh, sight it's just covered in ears uh, I actually have someone laugh about that in Charlotte Pollard's series 2 who's never heard the expression someone says well I'm all ears and he just bursts out laughing he goes what he goes sorry just funny expression anyway um, <laughs> just quoting my own work there can you hear there's noises in the background yeah, here kids crying isn't there is it it's not my son so it's okay <laughs> he, he's fine he's mine's okay there's a car park near here. There's obviously some ah. car park incident. Um, yeah. So I was in a, a tent in the middle of a park in the middle of Cardiff in the middle of the night. I don't think I was in the middle of the tent. So there, you can rest assured there are no more middles in this <laughs> fascinating anecdote. Um, and Miranda came in and feigned great interest in my ring modulator, which is the thing that makes the Dalek voice just in case anyone's worrying there and um but i realized that and i thought what is this lovely gorgeous famous actress coming in here trying to make friends with me for what's that about well it was cold and rainy outside that's what that was about and she had nowhere to hide so she thought i think i'll go in this tent and then she saw me there doing a job and so she said <laughs> she was sort of, as she is a wonderfully polite and charming person she uh yeah so it was lovely so we got on really well and uh, and i told her obviously as i do you know like the second thing i say to people is that i'm i work for big finish because i'm so um, excited about my work annoyingly uh you know i tell people and and she said oh i'd love to come and do one so i took her at her word and um the earliest opportunity asked her and she absolutely said yes and she as you know uh, playing mrs constance clark has become a, a firm fixture in in big finish ever since you know uh, we we actually sort of contact her 
personally. I mean, obviously, the whole deal and stuff is done through her agent professionally. But, you know, and she lets us know when she's not busy and says, oh, anything going, guys. She does great accents. I remember she came in and she did um, for something. She did a Scottish accent. And I said, oh, um, where does that come from? Do you know related to anyone Scottish? And she said, from my head, Nick, from my head. Hey. She could just she could just cook up any crazy performance she's she's amazing just generally as an actor and really versatile with her voices you know you can't use the same people all the time but by goodness you'd kind of like to work with miranda all the time she's a she's a breath of fresh air and you know delightful human being cut to her saying i've never really liked nick briggs (laughs) (laughs) i've always found him a curious character (laughs) bit irritating he dragged me into his tent and insisted on talking about big finish which frankly bores me i mean i did one but only because he kept asking (laughs) it's funny how you see the other side of these things (laughs) anyway there you are there we go cheers ran for uh, absolutely delivering the goods there so the davros mission uh definitely uh, worth a punt especially with a little bit of uh dissy count on there so yeah 25 uh, percent yeah. off if you want to go and download the uh the davros mission now just a reminder of the uh of where you need to go bigfinish.com slash offers slash v slash randomoid and the offer code is buck up all capital letters uh no space between the buck and the up and no exclamation mark for pity's sake you heard it here well I suppose it is that time where I get to say my one of my favourite sections here. And so, as the podcast gurgles away like a satisfied tummy after a lovely meal or several, just time for Nick and I to concoct the preposterous puppycock that is the trailer for this very podcast. So, <clears throat> after you, Nick. Let's go. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, a podcast released on the 2nd of September 2018, and it's entitled Sheridan Smith and Shilling and Sixpence. Why is that, Benji? Well, that is because we have got uh, Sheridan Smith coming back. Uh, to, 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 hold on, just one minute. <laughs> do you want me to? Do you want me to literally announce that, or or are we just going to go straight into the latest releases and interview with? Oh, just make it up, mate. There's no rules. Okay, just making sure. I just don't want to be like... I don't want to ruin the the great news that might bring people... I don't know. I'm just talking now. She's in the title, mate. It's very true. What a fool I am. <laughs> what kind of fool am I? Yes, that's because Sheridan Smith is coming back and doing more Big Finish goodness with us here at Big Finish. Well, you'd have to be doing Big Finish goodness to be doing it with Big Finish. As well as that, we also have a drama tease this week of Shilling and Sixpence, part of our Big Finish Originals range. Nick, we've got some latest releases, haven't we? Oh, that's right. We're giving, uh, we're reading out reviews and giving you clips of Class, Lady Christina, Doctor Who, Red Planets and Jeremiah, Born in Time. I left out the Born, but managed to put it in so why did I draw attention to it? So yes, chatting to Sheridan Smith and oh, so so you know, um, I just I'm lost for words. Well, you know that's the best way to be because you don't need words where you're going; you just need your ears. So listen in this week to another wonderful Big Finish podcast. I like the way you did that, yeah. A nice little round up at the end, like a like a game of rounders. Uh, I get to say the word round. 
Anyway, time now for a, a real treat. Our upcoming latest Big Finish original drama, Shilling and Sixpence Investigate, will be coming soon, uh, as all upcoming things do. Uh, it's a wonderful <laughs> murder mystery extravaganza with a great cast and so many twists and turns along the way that you'll feel all twisty and turny by the time that you get to any of that one. Yeah, uh, but in a good way, of course, uh, yeah. not in a painful way. No, it's, it's wicked. It's well worth listening. It's great fun. And just to tease you, Here's the first 15 minutes. from them by 11 o'clock that they were prepared at once to withdraw their troops from Poland, a state of war would exist between us. I have to tell you now that no such undertaking has been received and that consequently this country is at war with Germany. Oh, how Awesome. You can imagine. Bobby, did you hear that? We're at war. Again. Shilling and Sixpence Investigate, Episode 1 The Missing Year by Nigel Fares. Starring Celia Imrie as Lavinia Sixpence and David Warner as Desmond Schilling. If, if I... Oh, you're all right, love. Please do. Off to London? Yes. Day trip, is it? But I'm off to collect my sister. She wants me to fetch her down to Cornwall before... Mm, before Mr Hitler invades us. I suppose so, yes. I keep telling her that if the Germans do arrive, they'll probably come to the coast first, but she won't be told. I suppose that's the fairer sex for you. I'm not, I'm not really an expert myself. Do you live in Cornwall, then? I moved down not long since, as a matter of fact. Mornington Hill. Oh, isn't that the place with the stone circle? That's right, the old men of Mornington. Oh, sounds very interesting. Yes, I suppose you might call it interesting. You've got a story to tell, haven't you? 
I can tell by the twinkle in your eye. As a matter of fact, I do. I love a good story, me. Go on. Tell me about Morlington Hill. Well, it, it's hard to know where to start. Why not try the beginning? The beginning? Hmm. All right, then. I first arrived in Mornington Hill back in February, the day the Irish Republican Army bombed Tottenham Court Road, remember? Mr. Schilling? Yes? I've been sent to take you up to the castle by Miss Sixpence, and I don't mind telling you who the boys down at the Erin have been ribbing me something rotten about it. Beg your pardon? Sixpence, sending me to fetch a shilling. Oh, dear. Uh, never mind. <laughs> the old drag's this way. Did you say the castle? The girls' school. Used to be a castle. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, is it far, Mr... Uh, Turner. Joseph Turner. Oh, Joseph Turner. Caretaker. No, not far, just up the hill. We got your grand old trunk Tuesday last, and very heavy it were too. Friend of mine, she's got you pegged for a creaser already. A creaser? A murderer. Oh, dear. <laughs> just pumpkin gums you were. quite young to be a caretaker, if you don't mind me saying so, Mr. Turner. Ah, yes, well, I'm one of her lame ducks, aren't I? Rather like yourself. Me? Tell me there weren't some sad little tales she managed to winkle out of you at your interview. As a matter of fact... Lame ducks, eh? Here we are. Home sweet home. You're lucky the girls aren't due back off their field trip for a week or so, so it's a... Oh, I will Dear! Oh, I, I didn't mean to... <laughs> I'm sure you didn't, Mr. Schilling. That hat stand, it's what you might call art. Another one of her lame ducks made it. Never been known to take the weight of anything heavier than a feather. I'd watch your feet here. Some of these steps are a bit uneven. I shall. Whole place is falling down, really. What's that? Hmm? Who is that? Who is what? A child. Weeping. Can't you hear it? Can't hear a thing. Probably the wind. Or it could have been the ghost. There's a ghost? Of course there is. Yes, of course there is. Hope everything's tickety-boo for you. Car's at the end of the corridor, but mind you, don't pull the chain too hard. The plumbing's nearly as old as the castle. Now, if you'll excuse me. Yes, of course. Uh, thank you, Turner. Oh. Uh, are you all right? Yeah, just me arm giving me a bit of jip. War wound. Ah. You keep your pennies to yourself, Mr. Schilling. It's all part of the service. Ta-ta. Ah, there you are. All settled in. Good, good. Oh, dear. Oh dear, what? You can't possibly wear those. No, I, uh, I... Joseph Turner, fetch the man some Wellingtons, will you? Wellingtons? We're going for a peregrination. What? 
So it isn't haunted then? Of course not. And there's no such thing as the old witch of Mornington or the mighty beast of Dead Man's Bay either. They didn't tell me about them. Folks around here, they're a superstitious bunch. You could tell them their Jersey spuds were possessed by old Nick and they'd go and get them exercised rather than stick them on a plate. The only people who have seen the mighty beast looming out of the mist have been so ossified they wouldn't be able to tell a salmon from a plate of lemons. Now, isn't that better? This is the real spirit of Cornwall. This air, nothing like it. Which is quite invigorating. Good man, good man. What now? A jaunt into the village for a wee sniff before lunch? What's your pleasure? Don't tell me. Gin and it. Yes. yes, (laughs) I knew it. Good, good. The heron and lobster it is. My treat. Isn't it a little bit early? What do you suppose is going on there, I wonder? Booby Hall, down there, on the edge of Bogley Wood. The one with the crooked clock tower. It's been stuck at 25 past three o'clock for years, just like my grandfather's clock. Too large for the shelf, so it stood 90 years on the floor. That's the fellow. Look (laughs) at that now. Half a dozen policemen swarming around it like beetles on a carpet. Wait a minute. Boothby Hall. That's the place where the Lord of the Manor was shot by his wife a while back, isn't it? Lord... Look, not so lucky, actually. <laughs> it was Lord Pluck, as a matter of fact. Yes, the police always seem to assume it's a spouse, don't they? And nine times out of ten, I'm afraid it is. Nine times out of ten, it's the spouse who done it, Sergeant. We'll put her at the top of our list. They're a tricky family, sir, the old lot of them, truth be told. Peculiar house, wouldn't you say? Look at that clock tower. Um, what are those meant to be, cats? Panthers, sir. The Pluck Panthers. Each of the ruling families in these parts has a corresponding animal. Do they really? How charming. Oh! Good God! Who was that idiot? That was Viscount Robert, sir. Son of the deceased. Does he always drive like a maniac? I'm afraid he does, sir, yes. Loose cannon, eh? His father tried to beat it out of him at every opportunity. Even did it in public once or twice. But if anything... That made him worse. Hmm... I wonder where he was off to. Not off to anywhere, sir. He was arriving back from somewhere. He'll be parking his Austin 8 round the back of the house. Really, indeed. Hmm. Yeah, good afternoon. I am afraid that it is anything but a good afternoon, sir. The good people of this house are in the midst of a great tragedy. Yes, we're aware of that, madam. Uh, Detective Inspector Cribbage, Truro Police, and this is my sergeant. Good afternoon, dear. Uh, And you are... I am a mere guest of the family. A friend of his lordship's who happened chance to find herself in the loving embracings of these good people in their darkest hour. My dear lady is languishing in grief and will not be roused by anyone. The doctor has been sent for for uh, a tranquilizing agent. As I told your policing men earlier, before I felt the need for perambulation, if I can help you at all, my time is at your disposal, Detective Inspector Cabbage. Uh, yes, I- I'm sure we'll need to talk to you at some point, madam. Yes? Ah, oh, my dear. These gentlemen are members of your uh, policing force. If you'll excuse me, gentlemen, I will leave you in this gentle lady's caring. Uh, thank you, madam. Strange woman. Rusky, do you think? Definitely a foreigner of some description, yes. Hmm. Biggest nose I've ever seen. Shall we, Sergeant? 
Bit of an odd time to be playing musical tunes. Well, you say, Sergeant? It certainly is the genuine article and quite frankly sensational, as well as extremely rare. And the machine itself, it's an HMV 102, magnificent, if you don't mind me saying so. Yes, well, you could have it if you like. You could have all the gramophone records as well. I never liked the wretched things. It's extremely generous. Ah, there you are, Jacqueline. Lady Pluck, I presume. Detective Inspector Cribbage, Truro Police. And this is Detective Sergeant Salt. I'm sorry to interrupt the party. Party? What do you mean? Oh, forgive me, Inspector. Miss Sixpence and her friend, Mr... Um, Schilling? They popped in to see me about something or other that quite escapes me for the moment. The library? Oh, yes. I knew, you see, that Lord Pluck was looking for someone to archive his collection. And as Mr Schilling here is my new head of English, I thought he'd be ideal. And you are... Sixpence, Lavinia Sixpence, miss, head of Mornington Girls. Of course, had we known about the terrible accident... Accident? My husband appears to have shot himself, Inspector. I thought that was why you and your men were here. That's certainly why we're here, yes, but I wouldn't be so sure that it was an accident. Lady Pluck, might I have a word in private? I've already given a statement to one of your men. Did you want to see the books, Mr... Um, Chilling. I could always come back later. No, 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 no. The library's on the first floor. Turn left at the top of the stairs and it's at the end of the landing. Jacqueline, do you know where the key is? Oui, madame. It was in the door this morning. In the door? How peculiar. Is it? I have it here. Uh, right. Um, Don't worry about me, Mr Schilling. I'll have plenty to keep me busy. Idle hands, idle hands. Yes, indeed. Now then, Inspector Cabbage. Uh, Cribbage. Beg pardon. When was the poor man shot, do you suppose? We're not quite sure yet. Oh, sorry, sir. I meant to tell you, one of the lads reckons that his lordship died last night, around about ten o'clock, and lay there until morning. Oh, really? And how did this lad come up with that little theory? His lordship's watch. Smashed in the fall, we think. Broken at a couple of minutes after ten o'clock. Ah. And it's not possible, I suppose, that his late lordship had simply forgotten to wind his watch up. Not Leonard Pluck, oh no. Or that it might have been broken at ten o'clock this morning. Now, that's an interesting conjecture. Yes, madam. I'm sure that you're finding the whole business absolutely fascinating. But unless you happen to see the whole thing occurring with a telescope from your castle, I very much doubt if you could help us in any way. So if you don't mind... I think Miss Sixpence might be able to help us, sir. Really, Salt? I thought I made it perfectly clear. According to one of the... According to Constable Wickham, Miss Sixpence was here last night, quite possibly when his lordship was shot. Thank you. You're welcome, Miss Although all the books on the library shelves seemed to be meticulously ordered, every inch of the floor was covered in paper. Maps, notes, letters, newspapers, scattered apparently indiscriminately to every corner of the room. Wow! Uh, sorry? Um, oh, I'm sorry. I know I shouldn't have, but the door was open and I couldn't help myself. <gasps> what a muddle, huh? I wouldn't have put his lordship down for a messy kind of guy. Hey! Is this another door? Oh, I hadn't noticed that. How clever of you. I thought all these old British houses had secret passages and rooms hidden behind bookcases. Not all of them. I wonder where it goes. Locked and no key. Are you one of the cops? No, I'm an English teacher at Mornington School for Girls. Neat. I'm Monica Blake. Miss, I'm Boo Boo's... 
I mean, Viscount Robert's fiance. You've been listening to a Big Finish production. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe.